Hey, what's going on everybody? AP right here. Back on AP and us. It's been a decent amount of time since I've talked on the microphone. First of all, I hope everyone's doing really great, staying well, uh, particularly during this holiday period from Christmas to New Year's onwards. So yeah, the weather at the moment here on Tuesday, it's a little bit overcast, which is very, very odd for a summer. But honestly, I, I generally don't mind it. It's quite nice actually from all this hot, uh, hot weather. So let's get into today's episode. I wanted to talk to about my uh, a pretty drastic shift in my mentality, particularly after a resignation from my old workplace. I'm not going to say any much more than that. Uh, the rationale why I left will remain confidential. How I did it will remain confidential. All I'm going to say is I left my old workplace. Um, it was quite a drastic move. It was a very, very risky play. And I have to be on my feet continuously now. You know, I can't be sitting down or settling for being lazy um, because I've got a lot of people out there that I have to prove wrong and I have to prove myself right. I have to do a lot of things in this process and I have to be extremely patient, yet I have to have a sense of urgency with where I want to go with my business and where I want to go with my career. Now, I'm that type of guy that doesn't settle for just one thing. I've never been an individual that tends to get good at one thing and then just calls it at that. I want to be an individual that learns how to escape into multiple paths of income and occupation and career. The reason why I'm like that is because it gives you more chance of freedom, it gives you more chance to present a greater audience and potential. A lot of people talk about this idea of target audience and I, I it's something that I've just never wrapped my head around. Well, I have at the same time, I have, I have. Like I understand that your business needs a target audience in order for it to thrive because if you're aiming for a target audience, it just allows you to get a better chance at marketing and it makes marketing easier as well. So if you're constantly not worrying about, if you're constantly worrying about pleasing everybody in let's say Perth, then it's going to be difficult for you to seek business because you don't even know what your business is all about. So you do need a target audience. I understand that. But at the same time, it's okay to broaden your horizons and what you want out of your career and out of what you want for yourself. You know, like for myself, particularly this year with the business, I, I want to really get it up there. Excuse me. I want to get it up there. I want to make sure that my business is thriving it's doing the things that it has to do and should be doing, particularly what it should have done last year. Business-wise last year, it wasn't good. I didn't have a good year business-wise. I was very stagnant, uh, very quiet, very just complacent with the business and it's not a good thing. And it's an area that I definitely need to improve upon and I need to call a spade for a spade. So this year I'm trying to make sure that I'm a much more organized individual relative to business. I'm making sure that I can organize invoices a little quicker and make them more automatic. Where I don't even have to go into invoice to go anymore or any type of application, it just happens automatically where I could just get more freedom of time to do the things that I wanna do with myself and my business. You know, I wanna, I wanna make this podcast a legitimate thing. I wanna make sure that I'm bringing out not just one podcast, two podcasts. I wanna bring out three podcasts uh, each week, you know, that's, I'm not even bullshitting either. Like I really want to bring out three podcasts every single time. And it's 
something where people are like, you know, how can you pull that off? Yeah, I always figure out a way to pull everything off. Trust me. It's something that I've always been pretty good at. It's just making the unimaginable imaginable. Which is what I love about myself. That's a Coca-Cola, by the way. That's why I hear that in the background. I make sure that when I do anything, it's always out of a place of intention. I can't waste my day looking at certain things or videos or anything like that. Sometimes, like, I, I get a little bit off task and watch a random video out of nowhere. But outside of that, uh, my day has to be intentful. And one thing that I've been doing recently, particularly that has helped me out, is a to-do list. I was so anxious about doing a podcast again. I was very, very scared about doing another podcast because I truly thought that what the hell was the point? What the hell was the point? Like, what was the point of just smacking out another podcast? You know what I mean? Like, there was no point in me doing another podcast and, like, I was kind of just in bed and I was like, ah, like, there's no aim to what I'm doing. Like, what the hell am I doing in bed now? And then I was like, I gotta, I gotta do a podcast. I gotta do another podcast because, first of all, breaking bad habits is by just doing something and i don't care if anybody's in the house i don't care if it's just by myself if i can get on a microphone and just start talking and making some comprehension and sense with what i'm saying i feel like that's already a good start so i'm very very humbled that i'm able to get back on here and talk to you guys again even if it's just one person that listens to this i'm very very excited to get back on again so there's a lot of big plans for this podcast and i'm going to make sure that i write these down as well I got a lot of big plans for business podcast. I'm thinking about getting another passive uh, income as well through YouTube, which will be pretty huge. I reckon I've got a really good personality for YouTube, so I reckon I got a big personality for YouTube. So I'm keen to really start getting into some YouTube videos. And I'm not going to overcomplicate my YouTube videos either. It could just be like a day in the life or a vlog or anything among that line. I'm not too, you know anal about the topic of what i want to do sometimes it could just be maybe about a review about an album or a or a movie that i just saw i'm a big movie guy big movie guy i go to the movies probably every single every single weekend i just love watching movies I, i'm a huge fan of watching films it's something that i really really enjoy so perhaps i could just really seek into a passion like that or into an enjoyment like that and just give my two cents on a film um so it will be interesting. It will be interesting to see where my career goes. I don't fear. I have no fear for the future because it hasn't happened yet. So I'm not going to instill any type of mental blockage in my head for nothing. You know, like there's nothing there for me to worry about because it hasn't happened yet. So I'm not going to stress. And I'm, whenever there is a situation that I need to deal with, it will be dealt with within the moment of the present, not in the future or the past. You worry about your part. You worry about your future. It's going to be a more of a pride thing. You worry about your uh, your past. It's more of an ego thing. So don't stress about your past and your future. Worry about your present. Work in the present and feel the vibrations and the energy of what's now. Because once you feel that, you'll be okay. Anywho, I wanted to talk about my New Year's and how everything went like in terms of the last couple of weeks because i haven't been on here for about maybe about a month and a bit it's been a decent amount of time you know there's, there, i get on these like cool, absolute surges of guests particularly with the three that came on it was nicole shiv 
and Hakan. And after that 20th episode, honestly, um, there was a lot of people that were complaining about the noise. So I want to apologize for that first things first. But I was really, really upset with myself. I, I really, really beat, bet myself down quite a lot because I was like, shit, I, I really should have produced something better for you guys than what I did. So it's very, very disappointing. The weather is much better today. Um, usually you hear a little bit of water, you hear like a bit of wind, but my voice could overpower that quite comfortably. Where in comparison to what we had on that Saturday, which was a, a motorbike who was skidding around the train station at the back, which I live alongside, which is a train station, Auburn Grove. I was pissed off. I was not happy. I was really, really upset. And I actually uh, contacted the council about these hooners. And they've been doing this in the morning. I'm talking like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. They'll start skidding and start going on the roads. And it's not cool. It's wrong. It's really, really wrong. It's very disappointing that young individuals and young cats are doing stuff like this at 2, 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. when they should be in bed and going to sleep. And then they complain about how their lives are not manageable or they're not doing anything for themselves because they're doing silly stuff like that i'm not saying don't have fun with your cars and your vehicles and whatever but i'm just saying that like at that time of the day uh, at that time of the morning it's probably not the smartest thing to do particularly that you have individuals out here that you need to consider as well it's just a respect thing but obviously they don't care so that's why you heard that noise inside the podcast with hack so i wanted to apologize for you guys real quick and i wanted to apologize to hack himself because he took a lot of time out of his day just to hear just a motorbike in the background which is disappointing on my behalf so hack i'm very sorry for that mate anyway it's been um it's been a complicated four weeks emotionally for myself because and psychologically because it's felt difficult in the perspective that it's it, it feels like the curse of humility kicked into play in the perspective <laughs> you can hear the bird now but in the curse of the humility came into play so if let's say i wanted to take some sort of constructive critique on board so let's say i wanted to get a criticism from a friend i could take that on board of the chin most of the time if they're respectful about it if you're respectful about your constructive critique i'm more than happy to hear it on board if I feel like I upset you, then I'd apologize for that. And I will apologize to you for that. Um, I'm not going to change my my way of thinking all of a sudden because you're in front of me or because I posted something on the internet. Uh, the energy is the same regardless, you know. Now, do you put everything on the internet? No, that's dumb. That's not a good, that's not smart to do that. That's impulsive. It's irrational. It's emotional. It's not a clever thing to do. And I realized that over a period of time, I was getting too emotional. I was getting too irrational. I was too getting too impulsive. And people were getting very, very upset at me for it. And they made it quite vocal to me in person, which I do admire. That um, Well, even if they messaged me, I wouldn't have really given a damn. But they, they, they told me in person and I took it on board, which was, which was great. I was really quite happy that I was able to, you know, take it on the chin. Um, but it felt like it was like a very, very consistent thing to do for me in the past, for, for people to do to, for myself in the past month was to just come at me with a lashing attitude and just, you know, really put it on the line for me. And it felt like a barrage of this consistently was happening within my inner circle. 
this idea of you know you could you could you could just say anything you want to me because I'll just take it on and if I do, if I if I if I defend myself or if I try to back myself up I'm considered sensitive I'm considered arrogant or I'm considered these brash words that we're programmed to say whenever somebody does rebuttal back or has a disagreement about your constructive criticism right or thinks your criticism is unfair um it's 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 wrong it's wrong it really is because you generally may be coming out of maybe they generally may be presenting an unfair critique to you and it's very very difficult for you to stand up for yourself because you're first of all you're afraid you're scared to that it may potentially diminish a, a relationship maybe it's your friend that's saying these things or maybe it's uh, your, your parents or maybe it's your girlfriend or your boyfriend that's saying these things right and you, 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 in your heart you're like I, I don't know if that's a valid critique to put at me I don't know if that's something that I would say in my heart and through comprehension is a fair critique right but in the moment you may think that but sometimes when you hear these you can usually go back onto them later on in the day and comprehend it and think it over now you may still have that same notion where you're like hey that's unfair it's not cool but as well at the same time you you got to take another person's point of view on as well so if you do have somebody that did say blah blah blah, blah this and that and that okay you may go home and think oh what the hell what gives like why do you why did joe blow say that to me you know i don't know if that's a that if that's a good critique that you know put on me then you may talk to somebody else and say hey listen this guy said blah 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 and said this to me this guy right and they're like oh yeah this guy yeah and then you may think like what do you believe about what they said and if they do say hey look i i think i may agree with them with what they're saying um and perhaps you needed to hear that from a couple of people in your life then you're like, okay, then if it's a few people that's saying it, and if I went to another outside perspective, that does, that has a neutral point of view because he wasn't engaged in the, the conversation at hand, then you need to go check yourself in the mirror. You need to you need to sit down with yourself and you need to think, okay, what's wrong? What's, what's happening here? Like, why are people thinking of this of me? And it's not even a, a corniness of saying, oh, just don't give a, don't give a damn, you know, forget this guy. You know, he's just a jealous hater. No, 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 no. He comes out of a good place of heart. This could be your close friend, right? An individual like your close friend is probably not going to do these things or present such malice intentions towards you unless you really, really made a mistake or you really messed up. If you generally messed up, you need to learn how to apologize and own up to it. That's called taking responsibility as an adult. Not a responsibility that, like, you need to get a house, you need to get a car, you need to get a missus, blah, 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 blah. No. We're talking about an emotional responsibility where you need to understand that sometimes you can just cross a line. Sometimes being blunt excessively all the time and not giving a damn all the time may not just be the right way to go about it. Sometimes you need to lie. Sometimes you need to filter down your language for other individuals. Not saying to be politically correct. Not saying to be a sensitive cuck. I'm saying that you need to figure out a way to have a balance of the two. You need to figure out a way that when you emotionally respond to somebody and you talk to somebody you're not coming out of a place of irrational impulsive language where you're just going to throw um some very you know inappropriate language to another individual but you're going on to the other side where you're not 
hiding in your shell and being a bit of a sheep to everyone around you just for the sake of parody. You need to call stuff out for what it is as well on occasion, depending on the context of the situation. So that's important. So if, if you're not doing that as well, that there, there is a lot of issues with that. If you're not being honest with you and other people, if you're being a liar and being a very compulsive one at best as well, <laughs> Uh, that's 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 not a good thing. That that means you're you're doing something wrong. You're you're playing with your minds, your mind, your, your mind about this notion that hey, you could do this to me. You could play around with all kinds of emotions of mine and still liberate yourself. No no no, you're you're trying to liberate yourself, man. You're trying to you're trying to liberate you. So. If you can get stuff off your chest, that's a healthy thing to do as well. In terms of yourself mentally, and then, of course, getting your stuff off your chest by just being a ferocious animal. So go to, go, go lift some weights, be physically assertive. Once you present a physical assertiveness, plus you learn how to talk to somebody about your emotional, your emotions, then it just allows for a more neutral, cleaner, emotional human being, where you're not you're not being irrational, you're not bottling it in. But at the same time, you're not putting everything out there at necessity. And that was the issue that I was having with my connection to social media is that I was really just sharing a little bit too much. And I think that's something that I irrationally, going back to the topic, I went home and I was like, oh, this is this is ridiculous. I don't like, I'm just gonna be me and you know, all this blah, 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 blah. When in reality, I probably needed to check myself in the mirror. I needed to figure out a way to say, hey, you know, maybe I don't need to put everything on social media. I can put some things on social media. I'm not saying that I can't be honest and present some vulnerability because being vulnerable can occasionally be pretty decent. I'm not saying all the time being vulnerable. If you're vulnerable all the time, it's not a good thing because I believe that if you want to have a woman in your life, they need a man who has a, a grittiness and a toughness behind him that being vulnerable on the internet all the time does not do if you're always being emotionally vulnerable if you're always being sad if you're always being upset to the world it's not a good sign for you as a dude it's not it's going to give you it's going to give a lot of women red flags about your emotional stability and how you're able to handle yourself in dire situations if you're able to go in a dire situation and be like man big deal i'll take this on any day let's go to war if you can do that you're a boss you're a g and this is something that my mentality in the last like maybe like maybe since about new year's day no joke has flipped over like i've just become a straight g i'm not saying i am the g just yet not even close but i'm i'm creeping towards this this mentality of like a lion like i i'm just hungry now like I, i'm i'm just doing the things that i had to do out of the necessity of being a man and it was the reason how this flipped over and it was really crazy uh, it was, it was Boxing Day. I was with one of my best friends, and I, um, I had a walk with him. And it was a good. It was a really, really nice walk. Dude. Like the walk itself was quite nice. We went to, um, we went to Leighton Beach, walked along there. So when we walked along long uh, Leighton Beach, which is around like that Cottesloe area as well, so we had a we had a great walk. It was a great walk. And when we had that walk one of the things that he said to me just struck my nerve just like to the core being a man is a competitive game 
And I don't know what it was about though that those that word in comprehension. But I was like, damn. 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 Like I didn't even know what to think after that. Like I was like, what the hell is stopping you from doing the things that you want to do? It's fear. You're fearful of certain things. You're fearful to network. You're fearful of rejection. You're going to get rejected all the damn time. So stop worrying about rejection. Stop worrying about making hiccups and failing. If you're worried about failing, right? Not even failing. I don't know why people like to call this thing failing. I like to call it a setback. And that's all it is. It's just a setback. It's just a setback. If people reject you, it's going to happen. Don't stress. Keep networking. Keep putting yourself out there. Keep putting that effort out there. Because once you keep putting that effort out there... Yeah, you're going to be pretty good. You're going to be pretty settled. You're going to be ready to, to, to rock and roll and dance. And I said it before, like, uh, being a man is a competitive game. But I also pride myself on this idea of freedom. Freedom to me is very, very important. I want to be a free damn man. That's why, like, I've been getting, I, I, I've been wanting these, I've been trying to network with a lot of individuals within my industry, particularly with my business now. I got a LinkedIn and I was like, God damn right but the issue that i had was is that there was jobs available and it's like man i don't i don't know if i want to hire these jobs right because like it becomes an ego thing for me at that point where it's like i got my business i'm good i'm good just let me keep thriving under my business baby you know what i mean but the head says you need to work under somebody and i was like nah, 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 nah. we're trying to break out of that we're trying to break out of the nine to five mold baby we're trying to break but then the mind tells you, you, you have you have to do this. If you want to get to a point where you can break out of that mold, you're going to have to work under somebody for a bit of time. And I was like, man, this is just going to be another Murdoch all over again. Like, this is going to be absolutely just bad. It's not going to be good. I'm scared. I'm anxious because I'm thinking, I, 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 I can't do another Murdoch. I can't do another Murdoch. I can't, not, I can't stand there for two years stagnating while I'm safe in a blanket. And that's what I was. I was safe. I was safe and when you when you have a safety net when it's cut off it forces you it forces you to work you have to work you have to work when that safety net is cut off you have to work because you don't work there's a lot of men that are willing to take your position a lot of men a lot of people in general women as well a lot of women want to take your position a lot of men want to take your position a lot of people would be grateful and happy to be in the position that you're in. Prove them wrong. Prove them wrong. Make sure that you not only prove them wrong, you prove yourself right. Because once you prove yourself right, God damn, all of it's, it's just gonna allow you to be unstoppable mentally. You are mentally a war machine, a war machine. They can't, they can't stop you at that point. That's why I'm trying to say, you gotta think like a lion. You gotta think like you're the king of the jungle. You're not there, but you're there. You're there. You gotta think you're the king. You got to. If you wanna be a king, there's only one king on that throne, man. Not four, not five, not six. One king on that throne. You can't share thrones. You can't share thrones, man. It's just, you can't do it. There's only one king on a throne, and there's one queen on a throne. A king and a queen. What are you going to do? You could be the jester. You're going to be the jack. All right, then see you later. Bye-bye. See you later. While the other pack of pack of wolves in that corner, 
we're working. We're working. We got nothing to lose. We got nothing. We got nothing. No one's betting on us to win. We have nothing. We're playing house money. We're playing house money. And when you play house money and you have no safety net, you are dangerous. You're a dangerous, dangerous man. You're dangerous. Make sure you remember in your head that you're the king of the jungle and you're a dangerous threat to anyone. Because you're working hard. You're putting in the hours. You're not afraid to fail and drop down. Hit the reset button. Go to hell to find paradise is what they say. You're not afraid of those things. You're not afraid of those things. And you know you've got to prove yourself right. It's not about proving yourself proving people wrong. It's proving yourself right. Once you figure out that you need to prove yourself right, as I said, you're just an absolute war machine. You can't be stopped. You're not intimidated by anything. You don't you don't you don't doubt your capability. You may fear, and fear can be healthy on occasion. But you're not you're, you're, you're not you're not doubting yourself. You're not doubting yourself. That's a difference maker. Learn how to be the difference maker in people's lives. Learn how to be the king of the jungle. Call it corny, call it all you want, but you need to learn how to be a king. You gotta be a king. Or if you're a woman, learn how to be a queen. Just learn how to just cutthroat. Cutthroat. People are scared to be cutthroat nowadays. But trust me, majority of those businessmen, they did some cold moves to get their position, man. Cold moves. Cold moves. They had to. To get to that position, they had to do some cold things. They had to be some bad motherfuckers. They had to make sure that when they become the king of the jungle, their mentality from the get-go. You think a guy like freaking Jeff Bezos at 21 years old was saying, oh yeah, I'm just a nothing? Nah. Nah. Nah, man. Nah. He wanted to be the king of the jungle. From day one, he made that non-negotiable to himself that he was going to be the king. Why are you scared about being the king? Forget about humility, man. The humility comes along the process once you want yourself to be taught when you teach when you allow yourself to be taught you become a savage you become a savage and that's what you want to be you want to be the king of the jungle stop being scared because mod what modern society told you oh no 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 harness that now unleash that competitiveness unleash it unleash it i told i told i told somebody last night i told them last night i was like look one of my biggest insecurities is that I'm just an ultra-competitive man. Like, I, I can't stand losing. I can't stand taking an L. It burns me. It burns me inside to lose. It burns me. You need to lose to win. And you're going to take more losses than you get. Ah, wins in life. But wins come in the most smallest of things. People think a win just comes, oh, yeah, yeah, I got 100 grand in my bank account. Yeah, I'm a winner now. Fuck no. That's not winning. That's not winning. It is winning. It is winning. But sorry, like it is winning. That's winning. That is winning. Like if you get that type of money, like good, good the hell on you, man. But winning is just the daily things. Like you went to the gym today. You worked hard. You progressed the overload. That's a win. That's a win. That's a step to sculpting the physique of your dreams. You want that. Imagine wanting to avoid that. Like how fragile would you want to be to put in a physical exertion? each and four to five times a week when you're going to the weight room and you're destroying yourself you're crushing yourself you're putting your body on the line you you just want to you want to freaking die you want to die in that gym 
because you're just hungry for it. You just want it. You want it. You're tracking your food. You're eating a stack of calories. You're lifting. You're walking every day to get those steps in. And not only that as well, you're building your business. Build that business. Build that financial wealth. Get mentally strong. Get spiritually strong. Get financially strong. It's all in quarter portions, baby, of what the human society, humans are all about. The physical, the mental, the spiritual, and the financial. Now, more, more take more efforts than other. If you build up your mental state, the physical becomes easy. It becomes freaking easy because you're not worrying about stuff. You're not guilt tripping yourself. You're not eating. You're not eating bad food or food that's not as nutritionally valuable to your body. In comparison to Joe Blow, who's just a jumpy individual, very inconsistent, mentally he's just not all there. He's gonna have way more of a harder time than an individual that's just built like a stoic, a brick damn wall. He's a brick wall. Brick wall. Cannot be beaten. Just mentally unstoppable. Cannot be stopped. If he wants what he wants, he's gonna go after it and get it. He's gonna get it. Financial, that's important as well. You don't have that money, you don't have that pocket. How are you gonna be able to afford to go to a gym? Not only that as well, guys. I'm telling you right now. Right now. Right now. I'm saying this to you right now. This financial year for me is going to be an absolutely epic one. And not, not even that. It's going to, I'm going to triple my income. I'm going to triple it. And then I'm going to quadruple it. Then I'm going to quadruple it. You heard me. I'm going to try it. By the end of the year, I'm going to get up to 5K a week. I'm here right now saying it. Right now. I'm not funny. I am going to get $5,000 a week. I'm not playing around this year. This year is my year. It's my year for the taking. And no one, no family, no best friends, no friends, no acquaintances, no one is getting in the hell of my way. And if you're going to get in my way, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to stop you right there, get to your ear, and aggressively whisper, get the fuck out of my way. Get out of my way. Because you are not beating me this year. You can't. You, I've got nothing, nothing to lose this year. Nothing. I'm a war machine. I'm dangerous this year. I'm dangerous than I've ever been. Safety net, see you later. I've got nothing left in the tank. But this is where I'm at my best. Let's do it. Let's dance. I'm keen for it. And I want you guys to join along this journey, man, because this podcast is going to blow the hell up. It's going to blow up. May not be now, may not be tomorrow, may not be in a few weeks' time, but this bad boy will blow up. It's going to blow up. The equipment's going to get better. This podcast setting is going to be better. Everything is going to be better. It's going to be better. The equipment's going to be better. The program is going to be better. The editing's going to be better. I'm going to make sure I'm going to hire somebody by the end of the year to do my editing for me as well. I'm ready to be a king this year. Let's get it.